I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. Better late than never, I guess, on the Twitch stream, but if you're listening on any of your normal podcast sources, then it doesn't really matter. We're here for you whenever, but, woo, baby. We're here? Yeah, so far. We're, 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 yeah, we're in the building. We're in the house. It's another all new episode. As the intro says, I am Chris. I am also Chris. And together we are the number one highest rated TN2M show across the entire Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network. We are your friends with benefits, buddy. Sir. Buddy, I am jacked up for this week. I am excited. This is going to be a damn good episode. I can feel it in my bones. Me too. Me too. I can feel it. Uh, We both both have some exciting beverage stuff today, and I think I finally got this uh, low audio figured out. If you've been listening on Twitch, uh, I think it's also wherever you listen. Uh, The audio has been a little bit lower lately, but I think I fixed it. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm just kind of figuring this stuff out as we go. It's my first day. So yeah, we've never done this before. No, I think this is episode 115. So we're 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 crushing it right now. So we're doing all right. But uh... oh, was that it? Was what it? Was that was was that you uh, cracking open the can, or was that uh, some, was that something falling? There it was. There it was. You're on your phone, so it's a little bit different this week. It's, you're not just on the uh, on the Skype machine, so it's a little yeah, different. My internet shit the bed again. Yeah. yeah. Well, it happens. It's only the, so. the 14th time this this year, so you've had a very touch and go relationship, very hot and cold relationship. Yeah, especially, especially since I started working from home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, trying the Pompeii Mosaic IPA. Okay. And uh, let's. Uh, the world. Okay. Uh, oh no, that's not a happy sound. Super okay. Oh, I feel like that's going to be better than mine, though. But yeah, I, oh, I feel it. I believe your uh, your soda you're about to yeah. have, which didn't look good in the picture you sent. No, it did not. Well, go ahead. Well, uh, what was the what was the backstory of the beer that you had? It was imported to you, right? Yeah, it was imported to me um, from one of the other show hosts 
on the network. Okay. So friends helping friends. See, that's how it is. Uh, meanwhile, over here, I'm only hurting myself because we got, uh, I I got positive feedback last time. Cause you know, my thing is I like gimmick sodas. Anytime there's a gimmick beverage, a gimmick beverage out there. Uh, I try and pick it up and, and try it. Uh, I give it a whirl. Uh, I, I, I tried the, uh, the Mountain Dew Halloween one. Uh, that tasted just like nothing but straight melted gummy worms. Um, you know, I'm always sending like, uh, you know, the Pepsi Blue or whatever, whatever gimmick drink is out. Whenever someone tells me about a gimmick drink, I try and find it and have it because I'm a sucker for it. They all, there are, none of them are really good. Um, but, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. like, none of them are good, but I have to have them anyway. I have to try them. Yeah. And, so in October, I I did a mini review of the the Mountain Dew, the the mystery flavor, the Voodoo, and I right after that I had heard what the Christmas flavor was going to be, and so I knew I knew in advance what it was going to be, and I said I know it's going to be terrible, but I have to have it anyway. Fast forward to today, in my hand. <laughs> Mountain Dew gingerbread snapped Mountain Dew oh. with a blast of artificial gingerbread flavor. This is there's no way this is going to be good. Can we just get that out right now? It's still sealed. I haven't even opened it. There's no way it's going to be good. I uh, t- right? to quote dear friend and uh, roundtable co-host with me, Sean Pryor. I need you to love yourself. <laughs> Like we both like like we're both on the same page here. Like there's absolutely positively no way this is gonna be good. It's just a matter of how bad is it, right? Oh yeah. Okay, so here we go. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna give it the rating as we do. Hold on. There it is. Uh, oh yeah. I'm about to smell it first. I always have to do the smell test first because I know it's gonna be awful. I'm excited to oh, this. Oh, I'm dreading, but I'm oh I'm, I'm dreading this for you. Oh my god! I smell it, and it just smells like I'm going to throw up after I drink it. <laughs> oh, like it smells like the future is I'm going to throw up. Like, oh my god, this is going to be awful. Okay, here we go. Chug. Here, chug. Uh, there's no way I'm going to chug, chug this. Chug. chug. Oh. Oh god. Okay, here we go. Oh my god! Oh, oh god! That tastes awful. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! That tastes okay. awful. Okay, here's the problem. Here's the problem is like when you first drink it, you're like, it tastes like Mountain Dew, kind of. It, it tastes just kind of like like really watered down Mountain Dew. Okay. And, and then all of a sudden, this like really fake gingerbread taste just f- like the aftertaste is where the gingerbread is. Oh no! So like I like what I did was I was like I'm just going to take like several sips and just do it. so like I had swallowed a couple of sips down and then the gingerbread hit me and it was nasty because you're tasting gingerbread like a cookie but you have like this this you know, thin soda in your mouth. Oh my gosh, that's nasty. 3.1. 
So, wow, I'm surprised. You basically gave it pie. Yeah, um, yeah, three. No, you know what? You know what? You know what? Two point nine. I'm going to lower it a little bit. Two point nine. Two point nine. I can't give it more. I can't. I, I can't. I can't let it break three. Two point nine. Don't waste your money on it. That is disgusting. Yeah, the the mosaic IPA doesn't get a doesn't get a recommendation from me either. Oh. Um, that that's going in the toilet. I don't even know if I want to make the toilet. I like the toilet didn't do anything to me to deserve getting that poured into it. So I mean, you've done worse at the toilet. I'm that sure. is absolutely true. But even <laughs> also, now, like, so I have a question. How okay. many times has a woman said to you, "Oh, oh no, oh god." Uh, the taste of that in my mouth. Oh, oh, uh, the first part several times, the last part, not so much, but fair, 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 fair. <laughs> and so before we get going, yeah. And before we really get into the, the heart of the show, I even want to do this before we, you know, plug our live show coming up on okay. January 14th. Oh, look at that. Definitely purchase tickets too. Subtle. I love it. In historic downtown Bowling Green, Kentucky. At the Wait, no, you, we, 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 we can't say where it is yet. Oh, at the strip club. Yeah, we can't, we can't say uh, definitively where it is, but we strip can club. say that it's, it's going to be, uh, make plans to be in downtown Bowling Green, somewhere in Bowling Green. Wait, 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 wait. Historic downtown. You know it because they got the brown sign, which is legit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but before we really get into the heart of the show, I, I, I want to do something and I want to clarify. This is not a topic that we've talked about once. This is not a topic we've talked about twice. This is going to be probably the at least fifth or sixth time in the year and a half we've brought this up. Professional wrestling fans are some of the worst people on the fucking planet. That is true. Uh, I do not consider myself a fan of Cody Rhodes. I do not consider uh, his in-ring work. I respect the man's hustle. I respect the man for everything he does behind the scenes for AEW. I do think he's attempting to be kind of a watered down version of Miz with his reality show and everything. But come on guys, like he's one of the pillars and one of the big reasons behind why we have AEW and he's been bullied into deleting all of his social media. Uh, Okay. I've got, I've got two things to say about it, about it. Okay. And I'm not going to condone any, I'm not going to con- condone bullying, uh, except for to one person, and I know you know who I'm talking about. Um, That's true. But we're not going to talk about that. Uh, two things. Number one, anyone with a neck tattoo like that kind of has some bullying coming to them. Uh, and number two, I didn't see any of the bullying. I don't know what anybody ever said, um, but I feel like if if you can't take people coming at you for being on TV and being in the spotlight like that, it's probably better that he doesn't have social media right now. That's, and, you know. But, again, I don't condone bullying. I don't condone uh, picking on people uh, and... You know, I, I think especially wrestling fans like, you know, we've talked about it forever. Wrestling fans are, are pretty shitty people. Not right. all of them, but a good, healthy portion of them are pretty shitty people. Uh, again, again um, 
last summer, I believe. And like it was re- like during the whole Me Too movement and uh, like professional wrestling, and you know, within like I think the same month was when internet trolls bullied Hanakamura into committing suicide. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that was like one of those points in my life where it's like, I don't know if I want to tell people I'm a wrestling fan anymore. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I, well, I had, I had stopped watching wrestling before then, but I definitely, um, you know, wasn't coming back at that point. Yeah. Uh, not only because the products were terrible, but I didn't want to, if I wanted to talk about it with people that weren't like people that I actually knew, it would be those people. And I didn't want to talk to those people. And I mean, he, here's kind of where I'll, where, where, where I'll say like, where I'll put that line. Uh, I agree with you. If you're going to get a tattoo on your neck, you have to expect at least a little bit of ridicule. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, talk about his character, talk about his inability to, like, cut, like, a really convincing promo. Talk about the fact that, like, you know, I'm going to be an alternative. I'm not going to be like Triple H. I'm the only person who gets to come down the middle of that entrance ramp, though. Um, You know, make fun of that kind of shit. Like, or, you know, give him hell about that kind of shit. But, uh, the guy's wife, the guy's dad, the guy's daughter and one of the big personal things for me is he has a lisp and yeah. someone who has a someone who has a stutter um it's like those are the big things that are off like limits to me like talk talk shit all you want about Cody Rhodes the character and the choices made on screen and on his neck uh, <laughs> yeah but leave Cody Runnels out of it. Well, if that makes sense. In addition to being garbage people, wrestling fans are not socially aware enough to separate to to separate yeah. character from. That's like that's like they would be the people that would be pissed off at um uh like you know some somebody who played like a bond villain and be like, well, man, you're a piece of shit for trying to take over the world. Like, yeah. It's a character. Just, ugh. ugh. Yeah. Um, and wrestling fans, if you want to bully someone into leaving social media, Alberto Del Rio is still on Twitter and Instagram. Just do me that favor and get rid of him. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he's pretty trash. Fuck that guy. Um, That's he's pretty trash. But yeah, like, and you know, I think you feel on a professional level the same way I do about Cody Rhodes, the wrestler. And neither of us are really beaten down the door to uh, see the American Nightmare in 2021. You know, nah. Uh, I, I got to see. Probably one of the best Cody matches because I got to see him wrestle Kenny Omega live. But I, I just, and I, I know it's hard to ask people on the internet, especially in 2021, to be better. But just fucking be better. 
Yeah. Be better. Yeah, I wish people would just be just a little, a little better. That's all. Yeah. That's it. If you yep. wanna, you wanna bully somebody, you come down Friday, January fourteenth, downtown Bowling Green. You bully us and see what happens. Don't really do that. We're all, we're just trying to have fun. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> I'll mean I'll humiliate you, but you can that's, try. That's true. Yeah, we we are we're kind of professionals at this at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, I know you had uh, you had told me uh, you wanted to address that, and um, I had no idea that any of that happened. Like, I don't. I am. I am now once again like completely disconnected from pretty much all of professional wrestling again. Uh, really? So, uh, I'm, I, I, I don't know much of anything that's going on anywhere, um, uh, from any company, any person, like I don't follow any wrestlers really on social media anymore, um, or any like, you know, dirt sheet writers or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I don't really know much of anything that's going on. Occasionally I'll see something trending, um, but I just don't really follow much anymore. Uh, so yeah, you told me that and I was like, Oh, I had no idea. Like I had legit zero idea that that happened. So. Fuck wrestling fans. Yeah. They're kind of the worst. Uh, but we got a legit good comment in the, in the chat about this. Uh, well, You'll have to read it to me. I don't think I can. Yeah, I don't think you can. Uh, in in uh, if you remember WrestleMania seven, um, and uh, Sergeant Slaughter had to wear the, uh, the 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 flak jacket because it was Slaughter Hogan, and yeah. and Slaughter was the Iraqi sympathizer, and uh, so the comment is Sergeant Slaughter's flak vest uh, is a testament to the quality of how wrestling fans are. But when you try and blur the lines between your in-ring persona and your real self, you have to expect some of those emotions to flow over, um, fanaticism and all. So, and that's right. Like when people try and wrestling is that weird thing where like, like the, the, the wrestlers are themselves, but also not themselves. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes it works out to your benefit, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, when everybody's just like, he's the fucking coolest guy in the world. Uh, and then sometimes it doesn't when it's like Triple H and you're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy the fuck that mannequin. Um, I know. I know. Long story. Long story. Look it up. It's weird. Uh, uh, in, in the funeral home with an actual funeral going on on the other side of the wall. Yeah, or like, hey, big boss man, may he rest in peace. He's the one that stole Big Show's dad's casket with the blues mobile. Uh, That's and, a real uh, thing. And ground up uh, Alice yeah, oh my God. I had like I was literally explaining that to somebody who had no idea any of it, and just the look on their face when I was like. Yeah, um, yeah, Big Boss Man once, uh, you know, went to Big Show's dad's funeral with the Blues Brothers car, hooked the car to his dad's casket, and then drove it off of the funeral, like the, the, the cemetery where there was a funeral going on while the Big Show was riding the casket until he fell off, and then 
also like, there was an actual funeral going on yeah yeah there there was uh, like because the 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 cemetery let them use it there, there's a clip on on the youtubes where bruce pritchard talks about it because he was the producer of that segment and yeah like the, the the cemetery let them shoot there not knowing what they were doing and they had just a certain amount of time to do it and they didn't make it and there was somebody literally like right next to them being buried and they did that like big boss man shows up with the the friggin blues brothers car with the big megaphone on top and you know steals big show's dad's body like the people the cemetery people were pissed and like tried to sue him and like banned him from ever coming they were like you're never going to film anything here again which not really that big of a punishment but um so yeah i had to explain all of that and then i was like and also not really the worst thing that he ever did maybe depending on if you like people more than animals i don't know but he also kidnapped al snow's dog and then when he said he was going to give him back he really grilled him into uh little like chicken strips and fed him to him i thought it was like chili or something he said it was pepper steak because the the dog's name was pepper uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah and it was like little it, it looked almost like like little like like the chicken strips you'd find in like a like a chicken taco or something it was real yeah, weird right. yeah it was bad and, I, and i'm like so you know those are just two things that he did um i mean there's more but though that was that was, you know, some of his greatest hits. Well, yeah, and remember, he was supposed to be the good guy in the storyline between him and Nails, where Nails, uh, God, the early 90s were a great time for pro wrestling, uh, where Nails debuted in WWE to get even with Big Boss Man because Big Boss Man had abused him in prison. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and yeah, he was the bad guy because he was the convict. Nails was the yeah. bad guy. Uh, and then, yeah, just, it, it only gets worse from there. So, uh, yeah, uh, still had a kick-ass theme song, though, Big Boss Man. Oh, that's true. Boss Man Jam was some shit, man. That was awesome. That was, that was pretty tight. But, uh, yeah, pro wrestling's weird, and pro wrestling fans are, are awful. And it's, yeah, I'll stick with my 80s and Attitude Era and be done. I'm into, uh, I'm almost to WrestleMania 15 now. Uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, Big Show just debuted. And oh, so you just finished St. Valentine's Day yeah, Massacre. I'm in, I'm at March, I think March 8th is the Raw that I just watched. So uh, it featured, and now we're into where uh, it's the, the angle that I hate just about more than anything else. We're almost to the higher power, but it's, it's undertaker and the ministry of darkness versus Vince McMahon. And this whole storyline is just shit, but you know, got to suffer through it because Austin's about to win the title back. Spoilers for 21 years. ago. (laughs) Yeah. 22. That was 99. Yeah. Yeah. 99. Yep. So, uh, but it's it's awesome to see Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart as the tag champs. And D'Lo Brown is a good guy. It's weird, like former nation member D'Lo Brown's a good guy. But anyway, 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 we're not here to talk about all this. We're here to talk about we're here to talk about Friday, January fourteenth. Downtown Bowling Green. That's where we're here, man. Um, we'll have more information on uh when tickets go on sale, which will be really legitimately any time in the next like in the next couple weeks, 
tickets should be should be live uh we're we're finalizing a couple things the date's finalized we're just uh dotting a couple of i's crossing just a couple more t's and then we'll have all of that information where you can uh we're we're trying what we're trying to do right now we're in the negotiation stage where we're trying to lower these ticket prices as low as we possibly can for you guys um so that you can you can come out and and support not only the show there's more to it but we can't we'll, we'll get into that later uh when we can but um we got some good stuff going posted a little teaser on the uh on the old Twitter machine today uh if you if you uh went to the Twitter you got to see a little little uh preview so working out some fun stuff so uh trying trying to make it accessible to everybody we got a friday night january hopefully the weather holds out it's going to be a fun time it's going to be good i like how it's two months away and we're already just like please don't let the weather be shit yeah no i think i think like usually january is just a little bit cold but it's it, it shouldn't be snowy or anything if, if there is bad weather we'll have a rescheduled date but um i think i think it should be okay yeah fingers oh, crossed yeah uh is it too late to change it to a saturday yes sorry in advance it is too late to change it to a saturday but the good news is the next day will be a saturday so you can just sleep in true and it's going to be right next to a bar, and we can't talk about alcohol sales yet, but nah, you never know. We're working on that, too. So all I'm saying, we're going to make it worth your time to come out on a Friday night. It's going to be night. It's not going to be during the day. You'll have plenty of time to get where, where you're from and go there. It's going to be good, I promise. Because there's going to be some exclusive things that you're not going to see anywhere else. Uh, we have some jokes. We have some um, multimedia content that is not going to be available literally anywhere else. Because, like, we can't show a picture on a podcast. We can't play a video on a podcast. And, my 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 dude, I got to tell you, there is a photograph in this live show. You're going to shit your pants. I'm telling you right now. Like, I'm excited for it. I'm dreading it, but I'm excited for it. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's a very specific... I know I told you this, There's a very specific reason why I did not tell you. And it will become abundantly clear when it, when it pops up on the big screen. Uh, because here's the deal. Um, we have a couple of different things. I know a lot of people are, are think, okay, when I hear a podcast is doing like a live show, it's going to be, you know, sitting at a table, basically recording an episode and maybe some visuals to go along with it to help the story. Uh, that's not what we're doing. We have like a full interactive. It's very much like our version of stand up where we've got a bunch of stories from conventions that we've been to, some stuff that we can't tell here. We've got some exclusive jail mail. Uh, that is only for the live show, and we've got a nice, nice visual poster that goes along with the story. But then there's also a there's also some digital content. So there's some some digital photos that would not make very good actual posters. Uh, for reasons that will be made clear when you see them. 
and some videos and some stuff. So like, it's not going to be just, you know, you sit and you listen to us talk and we do an episode and we have, you know, pre-made topics that we're talking about. This is going to be a, a full audio visual experience and it's going to be awesome. It's, it's, Really, it, like it's going to be. I'm, I'm putting together. I sent you the lineup uh, with the one part edited out because I didn't want to spoil it for you. And yeah. like, dude, it's it's a it's going to be a funny show. Well, and I mean, you know, that's. <laughs> I, I feel like the lineup is there, but I also feel like there's going to be. Just because we're doing a live show and stand up doesn't mean we're not going to have our tangents. Oh no, there are tangents because. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I, I cannot wait because I feel, I feel a little bit bad because I feel like what I've been keeping from you might break you. Like, because I, and by that, I mean, by that, I mean, like, I feel like it's going to pop up and you're not going to be able to process and like really like it, it, it might like your brain might freeze because you're going to be, you're not going to be able to believe what you're seeing in front of your face. Good. And I'm not, I'm not trying to put a whole lot of pressure on it, but like, man, man, that's all I'm saying is, is I've never had an experience like this ever. God willing, I will never have another experience like this ever again. And the only way I can follow that up is uh, you can hear the whole story live with us. And you can see, because literally on that stage, in that building, I will be the only person who knows what's coming. And... I can't wait. I cannot wait to see your face is all I'm saying. It's going to be insanity. And I'm pumped. I, uh, I'm, I'm nervous, but yeah. cautiously optimistic. You should be nervous. You should be more nervous about the jail mail that I've got to read, uh, because it is very you focused. Good. It is very, uh, it is very also Chris centric. <laughs> and, uh, so I would be, I would be more nervous about the jail mail, but I would be very, uh, excited. Uh, but also, uh, you're gonna, I, I feel like you're gonna have a sense of relief knowing how far removed we are from it at this point. Good. Good. Uh, because it's one of those things. I feel like if it's one of those, it's one of those things that had you known about it at the time and, and been in the loop at the time, I, I feel like I know how you would have reacted and it not, it would have been not good. <laughs> you think I, it would have like quit the show or something? I, not quit the show, but like, I feel like, because it was, it was when we went to, Georgia for the Friday the 13th series. Uh, we yeah. did, we did it for everybody who's, who's unaware of what we're talking about. Uh, last year we did a 13 part Friday the 13th series, uh, where we did one episode on every movie for the first 12. And then for the 13th, we did a video where we visited the shooting locations. Uh, we, we visited several shooting locations for part six in Georgia. 
and we stayed at a god awful hotel. Uh, I feel like I feel like had you been in the loop at that moment, you would have said, "I want to go home." And Jesus, and Christ. and you would have said, you would have said, "I want to go home right now." About the jail mail? No, no, not about the jail mail. No. About about the photo. Oof. Because, because, yeah, like, and that's what I said is like we had such an awful time, and we'll we, we've we've talked about it before, but we'll tell it in in you know detail at the live show. But like the one thing as we were leaving, as we were driving home, you know, I laughed because I was like, man, I wish we would have gotten some pictures because it would have been great to have the pictures to go with it. And I didn't tell you that I had taken one photo. And so that photo for the, you'll see it for the, you, everybody else in the audience will see it for the very first time with you for the very first time. But I feel like had you seen it at the time, you would have said, I want to go home right now. So that's all I can tell you. That's, that's my, that's my, that's my big market tease. Okay. At a small market price. Uh, so <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like you would have said, it's not acceptable to stay in this city anymore. I want to go home. Jesus Christ. So that's your, that's your tease. That's the old, that's all I can tell you. You can find out the rest in, in just under two months time (laughs) on January the 14th. But, uh, it's also coming up. It is no, it is uh, middle of November. And that means after, yeah, my mom's birthday. Right? Is it? Is it your mom's birthday today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, okay. So probably when when a lot of people are are listening to this, it'll be today. Yeah. But not. But not when we're recording this. It's actually it was tomorrow. Tomorrow. Because <laughs> we're we're recording this yesterday. Oh my! I, I'm already confused. My brain hurts. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. I'm gonna write the title of this episode is uh, uh, we recorded this yesterday. <laughs> It's not Dinner. tomorrow. When will tomorrow be today? I don't know. Is it yesterday or tomorrow? Oh my god! Oh. Well, happy birthday to your mom tomorrow Yay. or or today, whichever day it is. <laughs> Maybe yesterday, depending on if it's Friday or not. I don't know. Uh, but on Friday this week, after over a year of delays and pushbacks and all kinds of other things. It is the theatrical release of Ghostbusters Afterlife, and we're really excited about that, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife, because you're going to hear a bunch of that shit from other shows on this network, and we're not here to, we're not going to be just like them. We're going to talk about something else. Because but we do, we do it better though. Oh, of, of course we would. We we all know that. That's the thing is we want to do something different because we don't want to show them up by doing everything better. True. So I said to you, let's do a, each other. Well, no, I mean I didn't have to send you a special text for that. That's true. We just know that that's what happens. Let's take a special look back. Let's get in the time machine and go back to 1987 and let's in order to prep ourselves for Ghostbusters Afterlife let's watch 
the ABC Sunday night movie version of the original Ghostbusters from September of 1987. It's uh, the Thursday night movie. It is. is it the it's Thursday? Like, was it the it's Thursday? The Thursday. Yeah. Uh, it was the. Um, Oh, yeah, because the Sunday one was in 1989. Sorry. So it was a Thursday night. It was the ABC's Thursday night movie of the original Ghostbusters and complete with TV edits and all of that stuff. And the other thing was uh, it had alternate takes and alternate lines, which was really fun. Uh, Because this was, that viewing was actually the first my first exposure to ghostbusters was watching the 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 tv version because back at that time if you take out video like you could add in video stores but really the only two ways that you could watch a movie would be you went to the theaters or you watched it on tv yeah oh yeah because VHS tapes were like $100, $125. Like, they were ridiculously expensive if you could buy them at all. Because most of the time you could only go to, like, to a video store. And if you went to a video store, you have to hope that they had it. Because the worst thing in the world was you had it in your mind. You wanted to go rent a movie. You went to the video store and all they had were just the cases. That they had oh. empty boxes and they didn't have, cause they didn't have like 50 million copies of every, cause it wasn't until like the late nineties that Blockbuster started to do that guaranteed in stock. Cause like Blockbuster used to do that and it, it was like 99, 2000, 2001, where it was like certain big hit movies. They were like, we, we guarantee that your store will have it in stock. But before then it was a crapshoot. Like you had no idea. Oh, yeah. And I, could, I mean, I mean, I remember it was the, I think it was the Power Rangers movie. It ended up taking me like two weeks, maybe three weeks after it came out on VHS to finally be able to watch it. And it was worth it, right? Oh yeah. No, definitely. No. no. Uh, and, and so like, yeah, you had to, when a movie was a, Thursday night movie, a Sunday night movie, a, a whatever night movie. If it was a movie you wanted to see, like you made sure to watch it because you were like, if I don't watch it now, I don't know if I'm ever going to see it or it's going to be a while till I see it. Cause you couldn't just stream it. You couldn't just like go over to your DVD shelves, pick the DVD up, slide it in and, and go. And so they became like destination programming. And so yeah, one of those um it was it was uh this this exact showing was the one where I saw Ghost that's how I saw Ghostbusters the very first time. Uh they also did they replayed the same version uh January 29th of 1989. Okay. So uh they kept the same uh the 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 same cut where um you know they they changed uh they had like alternate uh, brand new stuff that that wasn't in the theatrical version, uh, where uh, like um, the like for instance, when um, when the in the very beginning when Bill Murray's character is doing the uh, the the shock test, 
and the male yep. the male student says, you know, it's pissing me off. There's a different angle that they show it to cover that line because they edit the line. No, they take the line and, completely out. Yeah, and it's literally, I'll tell you what the result is, and then it's just him slamming yep. the door. And it's like, man, so like they did all these edits and all these different like new like different footage and stuff. Um, you know the the, the fan edits that we love, uh, or not the fan, but like the uh, the 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 TV edits that we love. Um, the you know the Wally Wick line and and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Which are which are classic, um, but that's why, like to this day, you know, we call it uh, we we call it catching it in the wild when there's a movie because the zoo is your DVD shelf, your streaming. Um, you know, if you if you want to see an animal, you go to the zoo. You know, when you want to see it, you pick it out. Catching something in the wild is special. And, and so, like, if it's a movie that I like, even, even if I have, like, a better than average interest in, if it's on TV, usually I'll just stop and watch it for just a couple minutes because there's something special about it. It kind of brings me back to when I was a kid and in that, that feeling of, well, if I don't watch it, I don't know when I'm going to be able to see it again. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. And I mean, I, I remember times like that, like there was some, it was one Sunday and it was like a rainy Sunday and I was watching WWF superstars. Cause that was like the Sunday, like I think it aired like Sundays at noon or something. Yes. Superstars. And it was going to end. And then they started going over their like movie list for the day. And from my mom's perspective, she sees me because we had this little like rec room in this house. She sees me like go through the rec room, go like upstairs, come back downstairs with my backpack and just like walk back through the living room where she's watching like football or something into the rec room with my backpack and just like head back in there. She goes, what are you doing? I was like, they're playing good movies all day. So I'm just going to do my homework in here. Yep. <laughs> because it did, it became a destination and it was like, at that point, you know, like that that late eighties, early nineties is like there were a bunch of really good movies and they would play like the the places would play them a whole lot and uh like you know they would play and then half the fun later became like and I'll give you I'll give you Ghostbusters as an example. Every time they showed it on TV they used the pan and scan version. Mm-hmm. And so, for most of the movie, Harold Ramis just doesn't exist. Yeah, and like it, it makes some of those jokes, like some of the jokes, like you don't get them until later because well, you like, don't see him. Like, yes, yeah, seeing um, when they trap Slimer, yep. and you know they're they're talking about the pricing. Yeah, you can't see that. Uh, like, you know, Bill Murray is looking directly at Harold Ramis. And he's like, yeah, we're doing something for trapping. And, you know, Harold Ramis puts up, like, he runs, like, four fingers across his face. He's like, that's 4,000. And then for entrapment, he, like, looks over and Harold Ramis is, like, putting one finger across his lips. Yeah. He's like, that's going to be – and so you just lose that joke completely. Yep. In in that version. And then – and and so, you know, I I would watch that. And then I I eventually – I eventually got that DVD – and when you watch it again, you're like, wait a minute, what? 
What? Yeah. What? I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. And and so it's almost like you get to watch it again, you know, for the first time. But yeah, there 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 there's something special about you know that TV that TV version. And we'll post a uh, we'll post a link in the the show description, or we'll link to where you can watch the version that we watched, so you can see all of that as well. Because it's a fun, it, it was a fun throwback. Because you know we could we we both you know have the movie we could stream it we could pop in a DVD a Blu-ray whatever. Um, yep. But there's something special about you know the TV cut, the the original you know '90s in this case the '87 version, uh, crappy quality. But because it's literally like it's someone VHS taped it from oh, yeah. the from the broadcast and it's just degraded since then because I'm sure they watched it like a million times like I like I did. And then go ahead. Go on. Go, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go and then and then they digitize it like they, they put it on their computer. So it's just it's running like that tape probably ran front to back like, you know, several hundred times. Yeah, and I think you'll agree with me on this. Uh, Downey has not changed their advertising <laughs> in like thirty-five years. No, they have not. They have not. And and that's yeah. The the getting to see the old commercial, like because that was the fun. Is like I did not. I didn't skip through any of those commercials. No, I didn't skip through any of them because I was just like, it's a time capsule. Like it is a time capsule of where my life was at that point, and it was just amazing. Well, and, you know, at first when I was watching, I was like, did he send me the right link? Because, you know, it did the little, like, intro, like, your Thursday night movie, blah, blah, blah. Sigourney Weaver, yeah. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and, you know, like, talks, talks about everyone that was in the movie. Um, but then, like, there's such a long time before you get to that first commercial break. Yeah, it's a while. Because I think it's like, hold on, I think I had the list of where it was. Um, yeah, it, it's almost, it's, it's 27, 27 minutes and 45 seconds in. So, like, the first, the first commercial break is almost half an hour in, and then the next one's like 45 minutes and then an hour. There, there, there's one that's, like, real quick. Um, but, yeah. yeah, like, there's, there's, there's several, there's, like, six or seven commercial breaks that is just, it's, it's a joy to have that and, and um, to be able to watch it that way. And the only thing that I wish I still had was I wish I had, um, you know, like my, my footy pajamas that I could have worn while I watched it because that would have completed the whole thing. And, like, hey, I tried. I tried to get you to buy those <laughs> pajamas again. I know. I know. A couple people let you down because we were we were just a few short. So, yeah. But how's that stash going? Oh, on? I hate it so much. I'm so itchy. You're welcome. I hate you. No, you don't. I don't. I can't even say that in jest. I don't hate you. I couldn't hate you. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I tried to quit you. 
Wouldn't do it. Yeah. So we, yeah, we like, um, we would like, we would go through, uh, the TV guide or like the HBO book that came in. Cause HBO was like the Rolls Royce of like, if you could find a movie on HBO, that was like the version because it was, you know, the, the uncut straight through no commercials. Yeah. Like that's the way, but like, you know, you would go through the TV guide. You'd have like, you'd, you'd look through the TV. I would always look at the, uh, like what they rated the movie. Because TV Guide had their own rating system where, like, you'd go through yep. the TV Guide book and it'd be, like, three stars, and you're like, why the shit isn't this four? Why is this only a, a, a star and a half? What the hell? And you, you'd, you'd have to go through and, like, find the ones that you would want to watch because there was no, like, guide channel. Because then that was the other thing. It's like it became, like, the TV Guide channel where it would it would slowly scroll through everything. And if you were like me it would get so close to the channel that you wanted to see. And then something would happen. You'd look away. And by the time you looked back, it would be just going off the screen and you'd be pissed because you have to sit through the entire scroll again. Hated it. I hated the TV guide channel, but yeah, it, it became a, like once, once you heard people like uh, you heard people at school talking about, Oh, this movie was awesome. You you went home and you were, you were looking it up in the TV guide, trying to find it, or the HBO book, trying to find it, uh, so that you would be able to watch it when it came on, because that was it. Like it, it was, you couldn't. You, there, there was no such thing as having a like having a movie, like going and buying a movie was unheard of. Like I didn't know anybody that had a VHS collection or like, or movies like at home, except for if they were like the ones, you know, the, the recorded off TV that as you got a little older, it was like roulette where was it a movie that you taped off TV or was it porn? Yeah. Because they all had those Um, cases on them. Like, and the weird thing is there were still some movies like that, like for a long time. Um, even once like blockbuster and movie warehouse and those kind of places existed. I think I've mentioned this before. Like my brother really wanted a copy of PCU on VHS in like 95, like 96, maybe the only place she could find one was they were going to have to like special order it from Suncoast. And it was $120. Yeah. Cause and that, cause that was like that thing where you, if you rented a movie and I know Seinfeld did an episode on it where like, if, where you, if you rent a movie and something happens to it and you needed to replace it, it was like $200. Yeah. Like they, they would charge you the full retail price. So they'd be like, it's one hundred twenty nine ninety nine, And you're like, how the hell could this yeah. be that expensive? And yeah, I, I remember those days and, and then, you know, uh, it was Suncoast or, you know, um, there, there were a couple other video stores that when they finally started to come down in price and you could get, you know, a VHS for the low, low price of, of twenty nine ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine, and they were a deal at that price. And now you can get, you know, oh, 10 for a dollar wherever yeah. you go. Pretty much you, you buy VHS tapes for a buck at most. So, uh, but th- those were your options. Like you, you just didn't have the the ability to just stream whatever you wanted, or just to go and pick whatever. And so it was a huge deal. Like if it was a movie that you knew 
was a big deal. Like you got your VCR, you got your tape, hopefully a blank tape because you know, you didn't want to record over something and over something and over something. Cause it wore the tape out and man, it was a, it was a huge deal. And I remember there were a handful that were like my, my VHS staples and it was ghostbusters and, uh, the 89 Batman and, and back to the, the original back to the future, like the first back to the future. Like those were like, those were the three that were like the VHS trifecta. Um, because by that point, a little bit later after that, the VHS tapes started to get more affordable, because then they then they became like twenty dollars a piece, and if you really wanted something, you could go and buy it. But, yeah. um, but that yeah that uh, that was like that was the thing was, and then and then you know you would you'd be able to. I don't know if you did like tape trading at school. Where no, like, I never really did. If you had, if you had a certain movie that you had taped off TV that you know someone else wanted, you could trade for something that they had. Uh, that's how I got to see a lot of the movies that uh, my parents probably didn't know that I saw at the time. Because <laughs> um, I tell that story about uh, the the original Friday the Thirteenth when I thought I was being really smooth renting Friday the 13th from the, the video, the home vision video and my mom in trouble. Yeah. My mom saw it before I could get to it. My mom got to it first and she was, she was not having that. Um, but a lot of those movies like that, um, the, 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 the scary movies that my parents didn't really want me to see. I got to tape trade. Cause like I would bring a VHS and I'd throw it in my backpack and I'd be like, Oh yeah, I got back to the future, but I'll trade you for, you know, whatever it happened to be, I'll trade you for, um, you know, Halloween or, or whatever. And, and that became the thing. So we had our own little like network going of who had what we were organized, man. We were organized little shits. (laughs) We weren't, Uh, (laughs) I only had like, you know, I was kind of a little nerd. So I only had like two or three friends in each class. Uh, in elementary school, so well in each room because you just had the one teacher for us in elementary. So, okay. Ooh. yeah, yeah. But no, I really thought the. I'm kind of with you. Like, there's one other movie I really want to see, and I I know it's on that big like 14 disc edition of Halloween. I really want to see the original TV cut of that. Oh yeah. I'll bring that next time I see you. Oh, please do. Cause I've got, I, I bought the, I bought the big set. Like I bought the, oh. I, I did buy that big set. Um, so yeah, I'll bring that next time. Cause it's got, yep. it, it's the same way where it's got shots, uh, to pad time. Cause that was what they did at the time was a lot of those movies. If they knew that they were going to get TV, distribution they would shoot extra scenes to fill time uh or mm-hmm. or to replace stuff that they knew was going to get cut so they would do like extra takes and then they would do completely different scenes and some of those scenes literally only exist in the tv cuts 
And Halloween is one of those that has a bunch of shots that are literally only in that TV cut and they, they exist nowhere else. And, um, so yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely bring that. Cause I, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. I've got it. Um, so it's, it's, it's fun to go back and find those. And, um, so, um, yeah, because some of those are it, it, it's such an interesting part of of movie history and like a a a, a bygone era of well, of movie making. It's more fun than just using shitty voiceover. Yeah, bad dubbing and stuff. And one of yeah. my like, one of the cardinal sins of movie cuts is uh, Mallrats, and. Uh, they didn't use Jason Mewes for any of the TV voiceovers. Uh, I hate, I hate that so much. So it's blatantly not him. And then uh, the scene where they've gotten their stuff from the cookie place, they have to like hyper focus in on the faces during the conversation because they didn't have licensing from Coca Cola. And, you know, they filmed in an actual mall, so it's legit just a cup from the place that just has the Coke logo on it. So they couldn't use it in the, um, like, basic cable airing of the movie. That, I hate that. Yeah, whenever you can obviously tell that, you know, it's dubbed over by somebody that that is not the same person. I hate that so much. I hate it. I also hate when uh, you can tell that it's been recorded after the fact, and uh, like they use the like behind the headshot and the person's talking, but it doesn't match up anywhere close. Like you see their mouth moving from behind them, but like the movements don't match anywhere close to what they're saying. I hate that. I know it's an annoying thing. It's a stupid thing to hate, but I hate it. No, I mean I'm with you. I hate it so I much. absolutely positively agree. Um, so yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll watch a movie on TV just to see what they edit. Like one of my favorites, um, one of my favorites to bring up and comedy central plays it a lot, or they used to, uh, major league, mm-hmm. uh, great movie, but very hard to put on television. Like you, there, it, it requires a lot of edits and oh god yeah so sometimes sometimes it's fun like with a movie like that to just watch how they edit and like what they cut and what they don't because uh let me th- one of the notes that I've got is um uh so they uh they cut out in in the ghostbusters version that we watched uh they cut out uh Walter Peck saying wise ass. They cut yeah. out Mother Puss Bucket, even though that's not even a real swear. Uh, they cut out where um, they talk about Stay Puffed and they say, we got to get this guy laid. But they leave in uh, Prehistoric Bitch. Yep, that so, was the one that surprised me. So, so... Like it's it's funny to see what they take out and what they don't because like yeah they they cut out all the stuff like of course they're gonna cut out where Bill Murray says this guy has no dick of course they're gonna cut out 
you know, where they say, you know, certain things that they're not allowed to say. But, you know, mother puss bucket, which isn't even a swear. No. Gone. But when he says prehistoric bitch, that's in there. And, yeah, and that's what that's what another one of the things that got me was they cut the um it's pissing me off, but yeah, yeah, yeah. prehistoric bitch is fine. Right. Like it's just how how they decide, oh, this is good, this is not good. I don't understand because I at first I was like, you know, I I thought back to and this is gonna be this is gonna be stupid. It's gonna also tie in the whole episode together, so you're welcome. Um uh, that famous or more infamous, uh, 1997, 98, maybe, uh, DX promo on Raw, where they were pretending to be, oh. they, they were doing like the political thing, and they were like, from the hours of eight to nine, we will only use the words this, this, and this. We will never use the words this, this, and this. From nine to ten, we'll use these words. And I was like, well, maybe it's based on the hour that it's going to air. So sure. like, so like, uh, if the movie starts at eight, from eight to nine, they can only say this stuff. Nine to ten, they can say this stuff. But then I'm like, the the last hour is where they did those cuts. That if you can say bitch, then you can say mother puss mother bucket. puss bucket because it's like literally, you know, right there. So it like that was that was thrown out the window. So I, I like I was because I was trying to like logically think of why they would make those cuts, and I just couldn't come up with an answer. So yeah, if you want if you want some fun, if you want to gear yourself up for Ghostbusters Afterlife, you can do what we did, and you can watch the. Uh, 1987 Ghostbusters uh, world television premiere. Uh, it was from September 24th, 1987, the ABC Thursday night movie. And uh, we'll put a link to it uh, in the show notes when the show goes up. Uh, we'll, we'll link to that so that, um, you know, you'll be able to, to listen to that and you'll be able to watch it. It's the video quality is as you expect uh, a VHS recording from 1987 to be, um, but, (laughs) but it was, it was just fun to watch. Like it was just a fun experience. It was now before anything else. Yes. I have a very important question to ask you while we're still talking Ghostbusters. Okay. Is Mr. Stay Puffed a kaiju? <laughs> I saw that you had... Uh, let's see, like, I, it's not fair to ask me because I saw your tweet that said yes. No, but I want your opinion. Uh, you can also go vote in my poll on my Instagram. I will. I will go vote in your poll on Instagram. I feel like the answer is yes. I feel like that's an easy yes. Yeah. I would vote yes. Okay. Well, go vote yes. I will. I will go vote yes as soon as the show's over because uh, I can't use my phone right now. So. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so, no, I, I, I will vote yes in your poll because I feel like that is that is a true statement. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it was it was really fun because um, there's a lot of people. There's uh, without spoiling anything. Um, I was I have been informed uh, from the in the the sources that we've got that there are two after there are two credit scenes. Okay. Uh, there's a mid credit and an after the credit scene for Afterlife. 
Um, okay. So I won't spoil what they are, but uh, they are both very worth waiting for. Uh, so go and uh, don't don't leave too early. Um, but because uh, it had the the New York premiere was yesterday or two days ago, depending on when you hear this. Um, but uh, and then everybody. Um, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and uh, Ernie Hudson made the late night talk show rounds last night. Yeah, I know uh, they were on Fallon. Yeah, they were on Fallon, and they were on Seth Meyers. Oh, okay. Uh, which I didn't realize that Seth Meyers just like he wears just a sweater now. He's just like he doesn't wear a, a like everybody else wears a suit, and he's just like nah, it's cash, cash season. Eh, I mean, I'm cool with it. Him? I'm cool with yeah, it. it. Like if your show was on at twelve thirty-five, I mean, would yeah. you really give a shit? I mean, to be fair, they tape it at like four in the afternoon, but you know, mm-hmm. they're not supposed. To, you're not supposed to know that, but they do. Uh, and I know that because if you watch the clips, if you watch the clips, because all of all of the clips are on the YouTube's right now. If you go to, if you can watch the Fallon interviews and the the Seth Meyers, they split them into two parts. But you can watch them both on each one, and they're—you can tell that they were—they were all done the same day, one right after the other, because they're in the same building. Um, but uh, because they're everybody's wearing the exact same thing. Yeah, I figured um, it was like that. Except for uh, Bill Murray, and one of them is wearing uh, a vest, and then in one of them he puts the the sleeves on the vest, so he's wearing like a jacket. But then in the other oh, one, he yeah. takes the sleeves off, so it's just a vest. But uh, both of them are really good. They're, they're both good watches. Um, they're really good interviews, and uh, so he, Bill Murray has one of the best lines because they're like, you know, I, it's one of them. I can't remember which one it is. I think it's the the Jimmy Fallon interview because you know they're, they're talking about like you know how is the movie, whatever, and he's like, it's really good. You know, Bill Murray's like, uh, you know, people just keep like, when people say it, uh, like watch it. Everybody's saying that they're crying. It's making everybody cry, which is great for a comedy. <laughs> he goes it's really good news for a comedy and it's just he, he's just so effortlessly funny and just so just so effortlessly bill murray and uh so i have i have high hopes the, the way the way that they look when talking about the movie it, it, like i was really worried that uh it was going to be nothing but fan service like you know elbow nudge nudge look what we did look what we did and not really a lot of story um you know to kind of go beyond one movie but watching everybody do these press junkets and stuff um gives me gives me renewed hope and and i'm really looking forward to it so uh you can hear my full review on uh friday mornings Tony Rose morning show on uh, you can D ninety three on D ninety three yeah, and you can hear it on uh, D ninety three rocks dot com because he streams it live. So Friday morning early you can hear me because uh, I'll be going to see it uh, Thursday night. So Friday morning I'll give the full review. Um, but uh, prep yourself by going to watch the uh, September nineteen eighty seven. Ghostbusters ABC Thursday night movie uh, world premiere like we did. Hell yeah. It was fun, man. I, I appreciate you uh, doing that with me. And um, 
going along with my another one of my stupid ideas because that that was fun as shit. Like that was a lot of fun. And well, my dude, of course. And so, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, give us a like, give us a share. Patreon.com slash FWB podcast. You can go to our Redbubble store, buy some merch. You will want to buy some merch before the middle of January. They make great gifts. We have hundreds of items uh, across every single show. If you want to get a, a House Rules pillow, if you want to get a Superhero Deep Dive clock, if you want to get a Nerd Alert mug, if you want to get a Friends with Benefits hoodie, they're all there. Everything is mm-hmm. there. You can get a comforter or a shower curtain with our faces on it. You can. We have it there for you. And we've marked, we've marked the prices down as low as we possibly can to uh, make it more affordable for everybody. We know that, uh, you know, times are tough. The economy is not as certain as it has been. So we're trying to give you the best deals that we possibly can because we want to see everybody there with some merch. But, uh, Otherwise, best uh, best way you can uh, support the show without spending a dime, recommend it to a friend, retweet an episode uh, on your Twitter or share it on your Facebook page, on your Instagram, whatever it happens to be. Uh, just help us organically grow that way. If you like what you hear, if you don't like what you hear, share it with someone you hate. It works the yeah. same. It works the same. Also, if you don't like what you hear, go fuck yourself. That's true. Take the big knob and turn it to the left. That's what we say on the radio when someone calls in and they, they have a complaint. It's, I just say, uh, number one, the first thing I say is when they call in and they're like struggling with the phone, I tell them that they need to speak into the bottom part. Um, and then uh, when they finally figure it out, if they're complaining about something, we say just take the big knob and you just turn it to the left. That's it. Just keep going. The big, the big knob. Yeah, and that just shuts it off. Uh, but yeah, if you don't like us, go fuck yourself. Yeah, hashtag GFY. It's going to be your hashtag shirt. Hashtag GFY. And if you want to join in the conversation, use the hashtag FWB podcast. Because we're your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. That's Literally, right. whatever whatever podcast you listen to, they listen to us. As a matter of fact, they started telling us, uh, because I forgot to say that in the beginning, uh, that we've been getting notes that other podcasts, they're saying that this time of year, they're reminded that they are thankful for us. It's true. They it's say, true. Uh, my podcast is thankful for hashtag FWB podcast. So. And they should be. Yeah, I mean, we are we're a gift. <laughs> we are the gift that gives over an hour, an hour ish every week. Yeah, for you. So, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Vine, Tout, uh, Grinder, um, you know, whatever. All of them. The Subway oh. app. For yeah. some reason, you can listen to us on the Subway app. I don't even know how that is. You type in the code uh, BOGO50 and it gives you uh, an, an our latest episode. Yeah, and 50% off a sub. Uh, it's weird. It's a weird combo you're deal we've welcome. got going on. Yeah. Um, but all of that uh, to say we'll be back next week 
will be here. I feel like I'm missing something from my spiel, but I, I think I've got it all. Yeah, you always say, you always started with stay safe. Oh, yeah. That's how you started. I won't, I won't get you all the way. I feel like the dad, like, you're pushing right, the kid on right, the bike. You're right, you're right, you're right. And then I'm stay like, safe. stay yeah. happy. Yeah, you're doing it. Keep you're doing, doing it. You're doing it. You're doing what you're doing. We'll be back next week. We hate all of you. We love all of you. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but we know. make it work. But as always, thank you for being our friends with benefits. I'm so proud of you. <laughs>